There's plenty of bad news out there. How about some good news? The book of Proverbs says that good news from a far country is like cold waters to a thirsty soul. I'm glad you're listening, because I do have good news. It's from a far country, so get out a tall glass. My name is Dean Kirshner, and I'm part of the Ministry of Gospel Link. As you can tell by the name, Gospel Link is centered on the good news of Jesus Christ, who He is, what He has done, and what He is doing today. It is Thanksgiving season. Family gatherings, turkey and cranberry, football, and wait a minute. What am I saying? Thanksgiving season? When is it not Thanksgiving season for the Christian? Don't we enter into the gates of the Lord with Thanksgiving? And don't we have the potential to do that every day? Thanksgiving weekend is a national holiday. But if you know Jesus Christ personally, well, every month is Thanksgiving season, isn't it? Honestly, sometimes I get up in the morning and I simply thank God that I have the privilege to know who he is. The bad news out there is that people are still living life and they have never heard about Jesus or the truth about their origins or their destiny. Today, we're going to hear the story of such a boy who grew up in ignorance, João Antonio Farish. But from the impoverished interior of Mozambique, João eventually ended up at AIU and graduated this past year. That's why the title of this episode is From Ignorance to AIU. Gospel Inc. began the development of AIU back in 2006, and in the years following, this school has become a major emphasis and focus point for Gospel Inc. to train national preachers. AIU stands for Ambassador International University, which is located in the middle of Zambia, which if you happen to just be dropped there, would resemble the middle of nowhere. <laughs> At least that's a little how I felt in 2006 when I first set foot on the AIU property. Back then, we called it Kazimba Bible College. But today, Ambassador International University is not nowhere. It is a destiny for spiritually hungry young people to come and study God's Word. Dozens of Bible teachers and professors from the United States have traveled to AIU with the burden to teach the scriptures. And for the past 15 years, we have seen an up-and-coming generation of Africans graduate with a quality degree who can rightly divide the word of truth and who are going back to their regions to disciple their own people and spread the gospel. Now, the I in the middle of AIU stands for international. Today at the AIU campus, you can find people from Malawi, Zimbabwe, Zambia, and of course, Mozambique, which I mentioned earlier. Of these four countries, Mozambique is undoubtedly 
the most backward and spiritually destitute. I didn't know Jesus as the Lord and Savior. I knew Jesus as a good guy who could do some good stuff to you. Uh, okay, my name is João Antonio Forisha. Again, my first name is João, my last name is Forisha. Don't know if you are getting it. Uh, I was born in Susundenga district in Manita province in Mozambique, which is located in the southern part of Africa. And uh, I was born in a small community. I think it, it had, by then it had less than 100 people, I mean, inhabitants in that community. And my father was, I mean, still is a traditional leader. And according to his religion, uh, they allow polygamy. They base their, their, their beliefs on on the Old Testament characters that they had more than one wife, so they, they lean more in that, in that direction. It's not really allowing. It's kind of mandatory. If you are part of that church, you must have at least two wives. Yeah, so because of that, my, my father has three wives. They talk about Jesus, but they just add Jesus in their belief, not as a savior, but as one of the guy who can can help you, but the main focus is uh, is, is is the leader, of, the founder of their church, their religion, and sometimes the prophet like Jeremiah, like Elijah, they, they sing song about them so that they may bring some kind of help to them. And my father, my own father, is one of the leaders of those religion. So Joao was born in a tiny little village where immorality dictated theology, basically a cult, which centered on men having more than one wife. Zhao told me that he had never seen a Bible, never heard a Bible. It's not hard to study philosophy or history and discover that bad theology leads to bad living. With such perverted morals, women were treated like chattel. Zhao was less than five years old, when his father divorced his mother and sent her away. She was not allowed to take any of the children, so her six children stayed at the man's compound with all the other half-brothers and half-sisters and stepmothers. Okay, so it's my mother. We had six, he had six before they divorced. I was fifth born. We are, we are six, and I was two years old by then. Like, counting together, my father's we are all, my sibling, we are 19. So what happened is, uh, when my mother left to go home, because of the situation, what happened with me and uh, the hard time that I had because of not having a mother when I was a little, all my brothers ran away from home because of the challenge that we had. And they left me alone because I was the last, I was, I was a kid by then. And because of that hardship, I, I, I I didn't even know, I didn't even want to know about God. I didn't even uh, want to know about his religion, about what God can do. Because according to me, if God was there, he, wouldn't, he was not supposed to leave me in that situation. Because it was really hard. And uh, uh, my father married other women who didn't care about me, but they had their own children. They, they live as, as, as enemies, 
because they are fighting for one man. There are a lot of wives fighting for one man. They don't care about you. So I end up hating God and hating everyone in bitterness in my heart. My father didn't necessarily care. And he was, it's more like he, he, he worked uh, kind of far. Didn't even know if I'm doing okay or not because he was leaving in the morning before I, I, when I was still sleeping and was coming back at home when I, I'm sleeping at night. So I didn't even see him many times. So whatever I was passing through, we didn't have a, I, had a, I didn't have a chance of asking if, he, if I'm okay, if I'm, I've eaten. So it was, I was on my own. I, I was a kid, but I was supposed to, be, to live as an adult, to find food for myself, to ask help for other people, to ask for food for other people, to do some work, overworking so that I may get some food to feed myself. School, I didn't care about school. I was failing. I, I didn't care because life for me was senseless and meaningless. What I wanted just to have some food and then live my life. So that's what made me to hate God. I, I, I didn't want to know about him and then uh, or to hear about him because for me, there's nothing about love of God. Uh, at that point of time, that's what I, I understood, that there's nothing about love of God in my situation. No love, no family. Sounds like no future, doesn't it? The good news is that the Ancient of Days is also a lover of the poor and the afflicted. By the time Joao was in his teens, his mother's sister stepped in, and though Joao was suspicious, anywhere was better than in his father's cult. By then, my auntie, my, my mother's sister, took me to her home. She welcomed me to her home, and then she said, I won't take care of you. She, she, she took me to, to her home to take care of me. And then she, she, she knew that I was a bitter man. She knew that I hate God. She knew that I have no one who took care of me. She knew everything about me. And she just said that I want you to finish school. I want to pay for school for you so that uh, who knows in the future we may have something. I like the idea. I went there because for me, it was just one more person who wanted to use me. Because I, I, as for me, everyone who wanted to live with me wanted to use me. So that's what I was used. People were calling me when they need something from me. They were using me as a slave. They knew that if you don't pay him or you don't give him something, you won't tell anyone he doesn't have anything to say. As long as you give him a little bit of food, that's what he need. So I just... I learned to keep a distance of everyone. When my aunt called me to be with her, I went with the mindset that she's going to be using me, but if she can use me and give me some, some food and then pay for school for me, that's, that's enough. That's how I, I went there, accepted. And she, she was kind of Christian. I would say that she was, she was going to church, I would say that. But different from my father, their church was more like Christ-centered, but for me, I made clear to her that, okay, I'm coming to your home, but never talk about God, never mention the Bible in my land, and I'm not, I will never go to a church because I don't want it, because I had bitterness about God. I didn't want God. And she said, okay, 
So I started living. I started living with her. She had um, her own children who loved me. They are treating me well, but I didn't want to know about church or about God. So I started doing very bad stuff that I can't even list here. Yeah, because I was going in a very long way, long way. And uh, what happened is, uh, I knew a guy in my class, and that guy was not a Christian. But then he had also similar situation as me, and it was kind of worse for him because he was so funny and no one loved him. So he was also working for food. He was living with someone who was using him in change of giving him some food. So I felt kind of connected with him because he had similar situation with me. What happened is because of a bad thing that I was doing, I was trapped and I was in a situation that no one could help me, even my, my auntie, even him couldn't help me. It was a situation of life or death. When I told him about my situation that I was in, here is what he told me. He said, Jean, this situation is too big for me to solve it or to help you to solve it, even for yourself to solve it by yourself. You can kill someone in this situation. However, I have something that it may help you. It's up to you to choose. I didn't tell you, but I'm, I'm going to church now. I found some people who taught me about Jesus, and I think it's really good, and I'm learning, and I'm growing. I love God now. God is not the way you think he is. And I believe he can solve your situation. That's what he said. I believe he can solve your situation. I went where he told me, and next day I went where he told me to go, and then he was there waiting for me, and then he picked me to church. That day changed my my, my whole entire life about how I see about God, how I feel about Jesus Christ, all kind of things, all kind of stuff. Because when I entered that place, that church, people were singing people, I mean, praise to God. And the way they are singing, it was, I don't know how to explain, it was kind of like something that I've never seen or experienced before. I feel peace in my heart. I was full of bitterness. I feel peace. I felt as if I, 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 I am home. I am someone's hands. I have someone who loves beyond measures. Yeah, I, I feel a peace that I couldn't explain. I just wanted to stay there. I didn't want to go home anymore. I didn't want to go to school anymore. I just want to stay in that place to hear those, those people sing praise. And I started just crying by myself because I was looking at my situation and looking at my life. I didn't even notice that the, the service was gone because I was just there seated. And after the service, that guy, he came to me, he said, thank you for coming. I called you here because you had the situation. So what I, I'm going to fulfill my way. I call some, I'll call someone who can help you with your situation. I said, okay, can I call him? And then he brought me another guy. And I told, I told, I told my situation to that guy. And here is the, what the guy told me. He said, my brother, it was the first time someone who showed love to me, like called me my brother. He said, my brother, to be honest with you, I can't help you in your situation you are in. But 
I know someone who can help you. And that one is called Jesus. And he said, the problem with your situation is you are living in lie. And he said, the Bible says, that's what he taught me, the Bible says, and you know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. He quoted John uh, 8, 32. I still remember now. That's why my, my first verse that I've ever had. My father is a pastor, but I've never, I haven't shown a Bible, even a verse. That's what, that, that was my first time to hear about something that the Bible said. He said, the Bible said that you, uh, you know the truth, and the truth will set you free. If you live, he told me, if you live in the truth, Jesus, who wrote these words, who said these words, will set you free, if you is willing. And while he was saying, the way he said the verse, I didn't see him saying it. It's more like those words were entering in my heart, like kind of, I don't know how to explain, but it's kind, kind of changing me inside out. And that guy just said that, give me uh, one verse, and he just okay, bye. That's what I can help you with. If you want to help, I can help you, but Jesus can help you. And then I left. From that day, when I was waking home, I was just crying. I was just uh, looking at my life, looking at how I'm living, and looking at how God loved me. So I was just praying, Jesus, if you, if that's what you say, then here, yeah, I give you my life. If you want to change me, if you want to change my life, you want to set me free, I'm here. Set me free. I'm sorry for how I thought of Jesus, here I am. Take my life. That's good news. You know, the man that met Zhao that night was Kenneth Mukaboto. And he was a missionary. He was a church planning missionary, but he wasn't from America. He was from Zambia. And he had come to Mozambique to preach the gospel and reach people like Zhao. But Kenneth Mukaboto had not come there to Mozambique on his own dime. Kenneth Mukaboto has been supported by Gospel Inc. sponsors for two decades now. And it's bearing fruit. And that fruit is continuing. Yeah, from, from there on, I just keep coming to that church. The, the brothers were loving me, they were teaching me, discipling me. I went through discipleship, the pro program of that church. The, the, the brothers and Pastor Ted Mkobodo, him uh, as my pastor, he knew my situation, and he, he welcomed me at church, and he, they were helping me as much as they could. And then from that time on, I just wanted to give my life to Jesus, because I realized that I didn't live life at all. My life was a bitterness, and then my, my life was worthless. Now I found Jesus who care about me. I found brothers who care about me. I found I found I found the purpose for my life. So I thought I, I prayed to God that yeah, my, my life is worthless without you. So here I am. Use me. I think uh, success is just doing your will. I just want to do your will, but I can't do your will if I don't know you. And I can't know you if I don't learn about you. 
that's why I just came to church to learn. About, my focus was to learn more about Jesus and to do his will. Now, I passed through the disciple program. So the, the challenge to me was Pastor Mukoboto was from Zambia and was speaking English. And I was uh, I, I am Portuguese speaker, but he had translation. Uh, he discipled me for, 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 I think for f four to five years. And then uh, my, my, my goal, or what I wanted was to share the gospel to those people who, who were in some similar situation like me. Because I knew a lot of them who thought their lives were worthless. Their lives were forgotten. God doesn't love them because of the situation that they were in. But the, the real problem was they are being taught wrongly about God. They are being presented to a God who is not even a God. But I wanted to present him Jesus Christ the way he found me. I wanted him to use me to find other people. So I was involved in discipleship also in, in evangelism and crusade. And I was reading branches. So Pastor Mkobod was sending us to, to do evangelism to group youth and then to open branches. That's what I was committed to. So one day I was reading Ezra, Ezra, the book of Ezra, and uh, I think it's chapter 3, which says that Ezra decided to give himself to study the law of God, to give his life, commitment and everything to study the law of the Lord, so that he may teach the law of the Lord to others. So I, I felt in, in myself through that verse that if Ezra decided to do that, I think that is the best thing that I can do, to give myself to the Lord, because all what I wanted in my heart, all what I wanted is to share the word of God, the peace that Jesus gave us, the salvation that Jesus gave us to those people who think Jesus doesn't exist. So the problem I had is that I was, I was feeling that I'm ignorant about some of the things in the Bible, so I wanted to learn. In Mozambique, we don't have any, any university of Bible. That's what the challenge is. I haven't heard of any Bible university unless like, it's a church who, which is doing some discipleship or a college, but not like a Bible university outside of church. I haven't heard about that. I started praying even when I was going to school, coming back, praying that, Lord, please open me opportunity so that I may learn your word and I may commit yourself to learn and know your word and then to teach your word to others. Because I, I didn't want to commit myself to teaching the word wrongly, thinking that I'm teaching correctly the word of God, but I'm committing myself to teaching the, the false gospel. I didn't want that. That's why I wanted to learn more so that I may know and teach the truth the way it's supposed to be taught to people. Back to the same scripture that I was given, that you know the truth and the truth shall set you free. So I didn't want to teach people lie, because if you teach them lie, they won't set, be set free by Jesus Christ. So I want to know the truth. And the two, I think two, uh, two, two years, uh, one, one year after, after that, uh, this opportunity of knowing about AIU, whereby the training leaders 
for future generation. It was a degree on theology. For me, it was studying the Bible, but the most exciting thing that I've never, I've ever had. To commit myself to studying the Bible, four years of four, learning about Christ, learning about the Bible, that was the only thing that I wanted to do on earth. The only thing he wanted to do on the earth? Study God's word? Well, Zhao had finally found a purpose in life. Zhao's story is unique, but he is not alone. Gospel Inc. has now seen more than 220 graduates from AIU, and these are young people who could not afford to live and study at a college in the city. The students there all participate in growing their own food, but the Lord has moved many of his people in the United States who believe in the power of a Bible education to support Ambassador International University. It costs a lot of money, but what is training worth? What is discipleship worth? What is vision worth? So my vision, my hope is to go to Sofala, central part of, 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 of Mozambique. And the, what I really want is to go to the younger generation, reach the younger generation, most especially those who are, are struggling in life. They have underprivileged kids and uh, teenagers and youth, most especially youth, to reach them with the word of God. Those who think that they are abandoned, those who think that God does not exist because their situation is worse. But that's what changed my life. People showed me love and they that's what I want to do. And Christ's great kingdom shall come to earth, the kingdom of love and It has been oft said that Christianity in Africa is a mile wide but only an inch deep. The meaning is that many souls have allegedly heard the gospel and even received the Lord in a genuine manner. But the training and the teaching of Christ's commands has been neglected. Gospel Link is committed to sending out national preachers to spread the gospel. But Ambassador International University is a major component in our ministry to train people to know the scriptures well and how to rightly divide God's word of truth. AIU was established and currently operates through donations and committed support by people who believe that Bible education will change people's lives. AIU could not run without that support. The students at AIU are from four different countries and they're returning to those countries trained and strengthened in their knowledge of the scriptures, desiring, like Zhao, to reach their people with the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ. If you give to this, you will not get anything in return here on earth. Your contribution will go to Africa. It will go to train more people like Zhao Farish. But this is the Lord's work. He doesn't need your money. I just tell people, it's our privilege to be involved. Photos of Zhao getting his diploma are at cupofgoodnews.org. That's cupofgoodnews.org. Photos of some of the children in his ministry are there as well. There's also a link to giving a donation to AIU. Pray about it. Your donation may end up sending a boy from Mozambique. 
to a Bible university where he can study God's word. That would be good news from a far country to that little boy. In other words, you could be pouring the cup instead of receiving the cup. But you know, we all need a cup of good news.